Welcome to episode three of the Empty Net Finishers podcast. After a little bit of discussion, we landed on this. We knew fucking the Seven Raz podcast. Uh, yeah, that that couldn't last. Um, that a hundred percent was not a thing. And uh, shout out to Buggy, our lone avid listener, for uh, for his input. Fan. He 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 started up a group chat. He texted us both like. Just the name of it was Ari Empty Net Finishers. He was ready for it. He was all for it. So, um, yeah, I'm thinking we're going to have to... Uh, he's going to be coming home. He lives in New Hampshire. Avid Bruins fan. So maybe we can do a pod every, with him. Watches every game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm thinking we can get him on the pod and uh, and talk a little bees. Because clearly I've slighted him some. Maybe he can put me in my fucking place and... Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Shout out Buggy. I know you're listening. Um but how have you been, Siv? You've been you've been paying attention to the playoffs and a little bit, trying to catch you know, some some weird times on the games. It's it's tough for me to catch the late ones, so I'm I'm keeping up the best I could. Um a lot of exciting hockey as always. Yeah. We got the uh we actually got the Islanders Flyers going on as we speak. Yeah, game one, the last one, of the yeah, uh yeah. there's been a few game ones already, three out of four. This is the first not the biggest, or I'm sorry, the, the last fan of this series, but Yeah, we'll talk we'll talk we'll get into it later. Um But yeah, I'm upset because I've been spoiled that whole first round. The Avs games were at five thirty Eastern time. <laughs> So I would fucking perfect. I literally get out of work at three thirty, go to the gym, fucking work out till like five. Excuse me, go home, make dinner, and it's time for the abs game. So now they're gonna be playing at like ten thirty every night, ten ten thirty Eastern time. No bueno. Uh, it's gonna be a rough days at work. Yeah, I'll get to see how they look in the first period, and that's about it. <sighs> Yeah, it's 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 tough. Um, what we saw in that first round, it was pretty much chalk. Literally, um, only two upsets, if you want to call them that. I would consider them upsets, but the Islanders beat the Caps, mm-hmm. who I had going yeah, to the was, fucking Stanley Cup final. I was so by that, one. that wasn't a that wasn't a good pick. My brackets busted. Um, and Vancouver taking down. The reigning Stanley Cup champions in the St. Louis Blues. Um, we're gonna get into all those, both of those series, later on. But so those were the only two upsets. Um, I went four for four on my picks. Civi went five for three. The only difference we had was he had Bruins, I had Canes. Yeah. Um, what's crazy to me is no seven game series. Like I, I want to say, five out of eight of them were over in five games, and then the other three were over in six. Yeah, zero. I wonder if that's game seven. When's the last time that's happened. Who knows? I don't even. I can't. I probably wouldn't even be able to think of it. Yeah, but. no, because and that's what that's what was a little bit upsetting because that's what makes a series like. So many teams just steamrolled them, and I wonder, like... I feel like a lot of it has to do with not traveling back and forth, going to different... That, areas. but also, I, I want this to kind of silence the 
as entertaining the playing series were, um, and you can, there's two so two sides to every coin. Um, my take is there were a lot of upsets in that first that those playing series. Yeah, and these teams. They they had a good series. They were able to win one series, mm. but then they came in and played against the big dogs and were just shit on. <laughs> yeah, I guess and no though, because the Bruins didn't look great in that, and they still. But that's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like yeah, you're right. These yeah, teams the Kings, didn't necessarily look good. There's a lot of hype. But then they the they come and they play against the big dogs, yeah. and even no matter what, maybe these teams didn't get up as much as I that's thought true. they did for that round robin. And all of them, not a single game seven. And then even that playing series, I love, there's I only love one best out of five. The Canes hype train just run right off the tracks <laughs> and down into a fucking ravine. Yeah. Yeah. That, Can't uh, stand them. We will, we, we will talk more about that series in due time. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's been. It's been crazy because there's been so much hockey, but at the same time, I feel like I need some game sevens. Yeah, I no, really nothing, hope no, there's nothing like a game seven. I, I think that these this next round is gonna produce yeah plenty of game sevens. The deeper you go, you figure the more evenly matched the teams are gonna be. The harder guys are gonna be playing. Right, but I I do think part of me thinks like not playing in your home arena and just like that. You know, back and forth from city to city, kind of like, you know, we got the home team. You know, we're we're home next, then we're away. Mm. It, that kind of it always kind of works out like certain series. You just know we're going to seven. Right. Never really had that feel with these. That oh, this is definitely going to seven games. Yeah, I almost think that this first round weeded out like these certain teams that. Who knows with bubble life, like, how long, like, like, almost, like, chemistry has to be a huge thing. You're just yeah. with your, all you are is with your team. Just with the boys. And you're just with Such the boys. Um, again, there was, like, a couple people backed out and early on, then we'll get into, shocking. we'll get into some shocking ones later. Um, but that's what a big, for me, it's like. The chemistry and all of that is bigger than ever right now because you're just, you're almost in, like I heard somebody reference it as in like, you're in like the most low security prison possible. Like, and you can speak on it because you work in prisons. Yeah. Fucking, but these dudes aren't allowed to leave. They're not allowed to go anywhere. Yeah. Like, yes, they're not living in like you know, crazy conditions with people that have committed crimes and this and that, but they're not allowed to leave. They're not allowed to do anything, not allowed yeah. to see their family. It's gotta it's nothing. definitely gotta be weird for certain guys. I mean, you know, you figure certain guys probably have weird pregame rituals that they always do and they're right. probably not doing those. They're not crushing naps at the hotel rooms before the games. Yeah. Um yeah, and I'm sure guys too, like you said, there's probably European players that their whole family is still in Europe because of yeah. this, and they probably miss their family. Um, yeah, no, that's definitely, I think that's definitely a factor. How much, like, do you feel bad for these guys, or is it just like, do no, it? No, everything, every single one of these guys wants to be, with the, obviously there's a few exceptions, but I think most of these guys, 
your team is a shot at the Stanley Cup, you want to be there. You're excited yeah. to be there. It's exactly. probably hard for, like, a Tyler Sagan who's trying to go out and get fucking blasted every night, but... Yeah, no fucking putting out the bat yeah, signal. That's probably why, that's <laughs> maybe why Dallas is looking good right now. <laughs> He's, yeah, all of his focus is on hockey for once in his life. <laughs> but, yeah, so we'll, um... So we're going to get into those Eastern Conference, what we saw from the first round. Um, the Flyers were the one seed. They played the Habs. Still shocked that the Habs were able to get through the pens, but they did. And um, I had Flyers in five. I think you did as well. Um, it was a This was a lot better series than expected. It only went one more game than what we both predicted. Yeah. But Price did, like, Carey Price was unreal. Yeah, you gotta, and, you gotta give him credit, obviously, I mean, he's, he's, sometimes I, I, I've been known to say he's overrated at times, but he definitely showed why, why he's got the hype that series, but, yeah, you gotta give him credit, you know, they, they made it farther than I think a lot of people were expecting, they look pretty good, they definitely got a promising future, a lot of, a lot of young guys, so. For sure, and that leads me to, I would, like, I loved what I saw out of Suzuki and Kakaniemi. Kakaniemi was in the AHL for a good amount of this year. He got sent down. Yeah. After, you know, he had a decent rookie year. And then this year, he didn't really show too much promise. So he sent him down to the A. Always hungry. He did decent. He did, he did good down there, I should say. He yeah. didn't do decent. He did good. But I didn't know. He was a wild card. I didn't know what he was going to do. And he he played great in that first round. He played great in the second round. Um, and Suzuki, like, all I'm hearing is just huge praises for this guy. Yeah. Like, I heard him compared to Ryan O'Reilly, like, yeah, different I, comparisons. Actually, I remember in that draft, that there was a lot of people saying that he was the best uh, the best passer in the draft. Yeah. I'd heard that a lot. Yeah, and so that's what's crazy is Vegas fucking traded him. They traded fucking, um, what was his name, Brandstrom? Yeah, who went Eric, to Ottawa? Eric, Eric Branstrom, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fucking they gave who him. No, up. yeah, I forgot about him. He's he's it's, gonna be he's gonna be a good player. We'll see we'll see what ends up happening with him. The they Sen, were able the Sens to are definitely uh Yeah. They'll be coming. It's been some dark years, but wait a few years, the Sens are coming. They, they got, got a third and fifth pick. They got a lot of talent. Yeah, and pretty soon we'll have a uh a draft preview. Once the oh, yeah, uh, once the playoffs are over, but um, that being said, would um, would Montreal for the trajectory that they're going? What do you think is more important? The fact that these guys like Kakanami and Suzuki they got this playoff experience, they were able to you know win a round, even though it technically wasn't a play, it was a playing round. It still is like it feels like a playoff round. Yeah, yeah. And then they got to play in the playoffs um for a round. Is that more important than say they had lost to Pittsburgh and were to have the chance to possibly get the French Canadian mm-hmm. Alexi Lafreniere that the Rangers are gonna take first no, round? Have <laughs> ever heard of him? <laughs> it's tough, right? Because they're kinda one of those like I don't wanna say like half rebuild type teams but they also like they got some younger guys mixed in with like a goaltender who's getting a, not not old but he, you know he's getting up there yeah so it's like 
yeah, you want to go for it now while you're still, but you're you're still kind of like a bubble team, you know? Like, nobody's picking them to win the Stanley Cup next year. Right. So it's, it's tough. They're almost in the same position. Like, the Rangers for, like, two, three years were, like, yeah. they had the shot, but then it was, like, then they were just they're kind of holding on because time. of Hank. Exactly. It's almost yeah. the same thing with the Canadians and Carey Price. Like seven, six seeds. Right. Spot, maybe even, you know, just outside the playoffs. Yeah. They, so... Yeah, what do you what do you do? I mean, it's easy did they to say ever now. have a chance yeah, to win the exactly. cup? It's easy to say now. I don't just, think so. You know. They did. They played as well as they possibly could, and I think the outcome, as far as on ice, was as well as possibly could. But that would to to not how get the chance to uh, Lafreniere and Canadian. Just the French Canadian kid. Would, would be like, Montreal would go insane oh for that. I was rooting for it. I really wanted to see. No, that um, would be cool. I'll say it sucks. He's gonna be on the Rangers. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's about it for that. Um, Tampa, Columbus. This was a very going into this like after last year's series. I think I, I, think I said a sweep, right? I don't know if you. Yeah, I, I think I said did. sweep. I want to say you said a sweep. Um, I think I took Tampa in maybe seven. I forget yeah. exactly what it was, but I thought it was going to be a real good series. And that first game we were lived up to everything. Yeah. We already talked about it yeah. um, and went to five overtimes, and Braden Point put them away. And it was crazy. It was like just five overtimes. Like Merrick said on Hockey Central, he was like, he was disappointed that it ended on such a pretty goal. And like at first, I was like, what what are you talking about, Merrick? But at the same time, it's like, yeah, when you get into five overtimes, it's like, you just want to go. You're expecting like something to just bounce off somebody's. Yeah, fucking some crazy fucking shit. But yeah, after that, um, that kind of sealed it. I think. Yeah, that, I think the momentum was just there was just no way. Yeah. After. Think it, about the Lightning locker room after that game. There was no way those guys thought they were. They and were then not Columbus, like you have a dude set the record for the most saves ever in a playoff game. For him. And then they lose. And it's like, dude, you obviously like they obviously played their best game. And you lose, so. That, uh, I don't think they ever recovered. They did win. I want to say, they, I'm pretty sure they won game two. But it's just still. Yeah. Tampa one and five. Like, brain point again in game getting, five. Getting that idea of getting swept again out of Tampa's head was probably huge after winning that. First yeah, game. that's a very good it, point. They lose that game and they're like, holy fuck, are we going to do that again? Right, right. So, so that, that like that game fun. one was so massive for momentum and all of that. Um, Brain point again in game five closes the deal with a, another pretty fucking goal to win the game. Um, and win the series. But I want to just shout out Torts. And uh, in that whole group, what they were able to accomplish for this year. Yeah, they definitely they definitely did a lot more than I think people thought. I don't even think anyone had them making the playoffs. No, I know I didn't. Yeah, I don't think I definitely didn't. 
And so, like, that still, again, like, I, I bring this question up a lot of times because this is such a unique situation where you'll never have this again. But before these play-in series happened, the number one overall pick was awarded to a team that was going to lose their series. So is it is it is it good that they didn't have a chance at a potential superstar? <laughs> It's, like it is, it's it great. is a tough question because it's like you always want to go for it when you have the opportunity, but at the same time, it's like what are the percentages of you actually? Right, right, and obviously the team and the coaches they're not looking at this. No, but the just, fan base yeah. and even the GMs got to be like, <laughs> like fuck, like we know. Okay, like dude, what they did against Toronto was awesome. Fuck Toronto. <laughs> I love individual players on that team, but I'm so fucking sick of fucking Toronto. Yeah, just so happy that you guys got the number one overall pick because that Toronto ball almost went up there. It hit, it double rimmed it. It hit some fucking. It hit left post, right post, fucking crossbar. They put a little Vaseline on that ball because they didn't want to fucking hear people talk about that for the next two years. Yeah. And um. But yeah, they uh. It was, it was, it sucks. I thought it could have been a lot better series based off, the game one was like storybook, but then the rest of it was kind of, I kind of did want to see, um, I did want to see Toronto advance, to be honest with you. I wanted to see them go to like an Eastern Conference final and then lose. <laughs> it, it would be interesting to see them just play like against win the playoff series. I wanted to see them go against Boston again because yeah. Boston's been their kryptonite. Yeah. So that would have been cool, but that wouldn't have happened in this round because Boston mm. was the 4 seed, but um so Yeah, but uh, who'd have uh who did Columbus play? So it would have been Toronto versus Tampa. So that would have been Everybody. pretty fucking entertaining as well. High flying series right there. But yeah, uh, there's a lot of questions about Toronto. I still question, you know, they get so much media attention. Everybody gets built up so much more than I think they actually are. I I, yeah. I don't know. They're superstars. Like, is Austin Matthews better than Connor McDavid? Absolutely fucking not. And Mitch Marner is great fucking talent as well. Is he comparable to... All- it's just I don't know. They need to learn to play together, but we'll get off the Leafs. Like I, they're eliminated, but yeah, you can't. You, they're just they're prime time. Like, they you are. Have no, to they talk are. I mean, about that's them. the thing. We we talk shit about people talking about them, but here we are. They're they're knocked out. <laughs> they, and, they've been we're talking about the Leafs for two weeks. So. so I'm sorry for that, but um. So the three seed Caps, who I had playing against the Avs in the Cup final in my bracket, went up against the six seeded Islanders. I'm an absolute idiot for picking the Caps to come out of the East. Um, Barry Trotz gets the ultimate revenge. After I still can't get over that. Yeah, like, he loved it. how are you gonna like pretty much tell a dude like you have a team that can compete for the cup and you're you just tell this guy like yeah no matter what happens right. it was the same thing as the Bulls yeah, yeah, yeah with Phil Jackson they tell him in '98 no matter what happens you're out 
we're why? we're getting a like, new coach. Why? why? Yeah. Same thing. Barry Trotz, no matter what, you're out, dude. So stupid. And they go on and win the fucking cup. And here he comes. He goes to the fucking Islanders. You think part of him going into the series, like, he was just licking his chops? Like, he really knew? Like, in his head, do you think he just knew, like, yeah, we're going to win because I know this, this, and this? Like, or do you think he was worried at all? I, I, like, I feel like knowing him and how smart he is as a coach, he probably knew all the ins and outs, and he probably knew going in. He probably didn't tell his team that, but in his head, I bet he was like, we're doing this, this, and this, and we're winning this series, because I know how to beat this team yeah. easily. Yeah. He's a better coach yeah. than Todd Reardon, who they replaced him with. He went farther than the Caps last year, which probably was awesome for him. That had to be a great feeling. He went to the fired? second round. Reardon? Todd Reardon got shit canned. Yeah. I was gonna say, are we gonna get into that? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course we are. Like, <laughs> how about that? That's so the you... icing on the cake. You beat your ex team. That shit canned you. So awesome. They didn't technically shit can him. His contract was yeah. up, but they didn't. They wanted to go with Reardon. That Reardon two years first round exits. You fucking seal the fucking. You essentially fire the guy. The fire, you essentially a, fire the guy that replaced such you. Such a tough look for the Caps. Such a tough look for Reardon. I love it. I hate the Islanders, but I actually love that. That makes me happy. And you're not a Caps fan either. <laughs> no, no. I hate the Caps too, so. But fucking, dude, I, I love Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz is... He's a great coach, he's yeah. He's true and tested. Like, he's just an awesome fucking coach. And um, he had some good moments with, like, Braden Holpe, who I think that was his last game as a Capital. I said it before. I think it's sealed up, like... Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me, he's gone. Do you think the Capitals, like, elite, elite, you know... I'm trying to word this right. Is the Capitals' dominance over? Like, is it, is it kind of like... Are they now going to be that first, second-round exit, maybe, team? Well, that's what's crazy about them, is... Other than that year, they always were. They always were, but like you know, they were they were definitely heating up for a couple of years there, where you thought like, oh shit, this might be like, you know, two three in a row. And then I, I beg to question, like kind of a flash in the pan, I guess. That's what's so tough is you think about how many teams with a core. Fucking repeat. You look at the Blues, which we're going to talk about later, but they got knocked out in this first round. Yeah. Um, like we said, there's only been the 16, 17 pens repeated. And I do believe last episode, I didn't have the Blues losing, but I definitely didn't have them repeating. I think I said that on record. No, they, yeah. They, they're definitely not a team that I, I saw repeating at all. No, we talked about that. We both had have the Avs winning it. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know what's up with this team. Again, it, like it's the same thing with the Blues. The Blues, all of a sudden, last year they win one, like, and that is way more of a trend than. You had your Hawks that won three. You had your Kings that won two and three years. You had your Pens win back-to-back. But it still is, like... It's so tough to win the Cup. And um, I thought they had the perfect recipe. That's why I had them going to the final this year. I had them losing. 
But um, yeah, it's uh, the Blues of last year to to me remind me a lot of that that Kings team that won it. Yeah, they they run a lot. But yeah, so is there a trade to be made for this team to kind of? Re, you know, because they had no matter what, it's the same thing we were discussing mm-hmm. earlier with Hank or with Carey Price, mm-hmm. but even more so, you have Ovi, you have Backstrom, you have Kuzi, Tom Wilson, you have this core, yeah, TJ Soshi, mm. fucking. Do yeah, you I think while you have, is there a trade to be made, John Carlson? Do you have a? Is there a trade to be made to maybe somehow? Make a big difference, or was was Todd Reardon's coaching like? Well, there's always a trade to be made. It's just a matter of finding the right one. Right, right. Know? But that's what I mean—a realistic option yeah. here. It's tough to say. I mean, you look at the team. Like, obviously, that the the core is. There's nobody making too too much money i guess that you you like need off the books immediately right and the core is definitely good it's just what is it yeah you're like you said what does it need it needs are they too old like are they kind of past their prime was that just the perfect year and having barry trotz which i believe is one of the best coaches yeah no, I think like right. i think that yeah i, I mean they definitely they're gonna be able to contend still like they're gonna be a competitive team but I don't see them winning another cup for until the next rebuild I'll say you know Mm. I don't think and I love the guy I think that's always one and only cup I don't see that team winning again I've been wrong before I'll be wrong again yeah but no and that's the thing man you have 31 teams and I think that year, just everybody was bought in, and that was just it. There was no other option. They were winning that year. Yeah, it was like they finally, yeah, they got all past the, the pens, uh, and then all it the was dominoes like, fell into place, if you will. Right. Um. But yeah, so we'll see what happens with them. But they do need some youth, huh? I mean, if you look at the team, like they don't really have that like young real solid up and coming stud like right they traded yeah like oh even even these guys like Verana you know he's he's been around a little bit now like he traded Burkowski it's tough when you're when you're going for the cup for that many years yeah you're just giving up assets you're giving up young valuable assets to try to contend now which is always like the thing that gets talked about with teams like that teams like Pittsburgh yeah you finally come to that like you know you reach the peak and now you're kind of on the downhill you're at that stage where it's like fuck now we have all these old guys right no draft picks we've had no draft picks in the last 10 years we have nobody in our pipeline our AHL team stinks what are we gonna do yeah yeah, and that's everybody inevitably gets to that point. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens with the Caps. Um, but again, shout out to the Islanders and Barry Trotz because nobody. I I like I I'm so happy for the guy, um, and nobody was more suited to do it. So yeah. uh, we're gonna move on to the Bruins versus the Canes, and we. 
we briefly just kind of without saying names said that some guys had left the bubble and so like I shouldn't even say that some people opted out there was like nine dudes that opted out before yeah and then all of a sudden after game two Tuka's talking about oh yeah like this doesn't feel like playoff hockey. Like, dude, we're in the middle of August. Like, I like I don't know how to get up for these games. Like, I'm paraphrasing. Like, I'm kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying exactly what he said. But it was weird comments. And I was like, what? Like, dude, why are you talking like that? Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, they have, like, a noon game. I'm pretty sure. And it was, like, 11 or 10 in the morning. And it's just like, yeah, Tuka opted out. He went yeah. home. And so I, I texted actually, you immediately. I, I, have, I have some stuff to say about this. <laughs> Good. Let's hear yeah. it. Let's hear it. So uh, I'm. I'm. First off, I'm sick to my stomach that in our first episode I I defended Tuca. I went out of my way to defend him. Um, I thought Bruins fans were hard on the way he played the playoffs. I thought he always was solid, but it was you know, yeah, not his fault that they were losing playoff series. And it's. I want to go on a rant about it. I don't know what could be going on in his personal life. Maybe there's something I don't know about, and I'll look like right. a dick. Right. But. To me, that's just—I'm sure to everyone. Like, like you just don't—you don't do that. That's that's such a—I I can't even wrap my brain around having a shot at the Stanley Cup and like—I mean, you, they have a legitimate shot at the Stanley Cup. Of course, I, I can't wrap my brain around just being like, "No, I'm good." It doesn't feel like playoff hockey. You're fucking and that's the thing. Dude. Maybe if his comments weren't said, but this was the one dude saying these comments. If it's like, yeah, like, yeah I have an autoimmune disease or, or something, I'm, I'm scared to get the body, whatever. Family right. stuff, anything like that. For, for you to like act like, yeah, no, nah, I'm just not really into this. I'm going to opt out. No, nah, dude, you're not coming back to my team next year. <laughs> you know, if that's my goalie right there, I'm good. Yeah. Find someone else. Right, like... So you're right, Bruins fans. You were right this whole time. Yeah, man. I um, I don't know the. I don't think anybody knows the full story except him and probably the Bruins organization. Maybe some true insiders, but like, like I was trying to say, like maybe if he didn't make those comments, like I would be like, okay, maybe like there was just something weird about him the whole this whole time. But it's also like just don't. Don't even go with the team to right, start with. Right, exactly. Like, like, you're just going to go play right. a few games and be like, no, nah, I'm good. It almost felt like, to me, that? like, he put up a stinker in game two. And I think they were almost going to go with Halak in game three. And then, like, this... he almost got pissed. Like, I don't know. Exactly. It could be. It I have no be. idea what the fuck happened. But it was such a bizarre thing. I texted you. I texted our buddy Buggy right away. Um... But yeah, so that was a weird thing. So the series was 1-1. And in game two, fucking... Fucking... Spechnikov got hurt. Which, he is probably... Him and Ajo, like, those two are their biggest yeah. game breakers. Once Spechnikov went down, I was like, yeah, that's it for it. That's it for that. Um, how how did you feel about the the injury? Like, did, did you think Chara was... Dude... I, I, I'm happy you brought that up because I almost forgot about that whole bullshit 
with fucking Jack Edwards. I fucking oh God. we both I cannot hate fucking stand that this guy. fucking piece of shit, dude. I I don't know how I watch because we're. I have to watch Avalanche games. Um, I get the NHL package. Obviously, they're out of market. We're from Connecticut. I got to get the NHL package to watch these fucking games. Jack Edward, But when it's in the only in-market team for us in Connecticut, believe it or not, New York isn't even in market. So, yeah. like, I can watch that. So, on my, against, like, the Rangers or Islanders, I can watch that on the package. But I get Nesson. So I have to listen to fucking Jack Edwards twice a year. I, watch, I, I would just watch it on mute. Dude, like I consider watching it on mute because he's always been such a piece of shit. I remember this time him fighting fucking Chris Stewart, who is a massive fucking dude. He's like fucking, I, I'm sorry, Jack Edwards didn't fight Chris Stewart, obviously. I was going to say, I wish <laughs> Chris Stewart. <laughs> yeah, Chris Stewart would have killed him. But um, Chris Stewart fought Tory Krug, and like, dude, like Tory Krug was trying this dude, and so then Tory Krug, or I'm sorry, Chris Stewart went with him, and then Jack Edwards was like, "I hope you feel like a big, big man. You are twice as big as him, but with half the IQ of Tory Krug." And I'm just thinking, motherfucker, Tory Krug instigated this fucking fight, yeah. and he's half the size of Chris Stewart. So who's, so who's got half the high yeah, IQ? Yeah. Like, dude, and then it's it came like, out. It's every game you watch, there's something like that you could pick out with the guy. It's like, I get bias announcers because, like... You have to be for your in-market. But, you're promoting... You're literally... The only one's hearing it is your team's yeah. fans. No, but so he's, you he's gotta biased be, to a fault. But, dude, he's it's like, like he insane. He just out of his way to, like, yeah, like insult he's a piece of other shit. team's players and get upset about calls. It's like... Who you can get upset about a call, right? And like say like, oh, I don't know about that one. But he he just takes everything to another level. Yeah, he tries like, to be guy, like, go watch the game from the fucking crowd. I don't want to hear the announcer talking about this shit. The guy's a fucking loser. He's a piece of shit. And like it later came out in the incident I'm talking about. It later came out like Tori Krug because it was big thing. Like I do. I was watching that one game live. Like. I don't know. The abs obviously weren't on. I was just randomly watching fucking Bruins Ducks, which dude. was a stinker. But, um, and then fucking, dude, it came out. Tory Krug said, like, dude, like, he didn't want to fight me. Like, yeah. he wouldn't have fought me unless I made him fight me. And so it's just like, Krug's dude. He's a gamer, dude. Uh, he just, he was feeling himself at that moment. And, uh, you know, he, he wanted to how take on a big was, dog. How sick was that shift when he had no helmet on uh, in the playoffs? No like, that Bucky. Just reminded me, that just reminded me of that. Just no Bucky fucking. Was, the biggest lays, charge I've ever seen. The biggest <laughs> hit. He just had to do it. Dude, he and traveled. He, he traveled from fucking like. Goal line to fucking blue line to fucking deliver right that Right after hit. he, like, laid that hit, he had to be thinking in his head, like, holy fuck, like, I'm the coolest guy ever. Oh, my right God, now. of course, dude. Everybody dreams of that. Just doing anything with no bucket on makes it magnified times 100. But, yeah, so, like, the biggest, this high, this... This series wasn't, like, the Canes had no answer for the Bs. The biggest highlight for me... But yeah, that hit, we never even truly got to your actual question. Um, that was such an ignorant statement by him. Like, Fetchnikov and him just got tangled up. Yeah. What did he, what did he say? I didn't... He said fucking, like, oh. Um, like, he tweeted out. It wasn't even in the live broadcast. He tweeted out fucking... Um, 
Obviously, you don't want to see, like, again, I'm paraphrasing. I don't yeah, remember yeah. the exact tweet. Um, obviously, you don't want to see a young player get hurt, but you poke the bear and you got what you asked for. Oh essentially, something like this. He, so, he's, his, he's, he, that he's essentially fucking, inferring that, that guy, Chara purposely hurt him. That guy has been fucking jerking Chara off since the day he put a fucking Bruins uniform on. It annoys me so much. Dude, and even... And Chara like, knew what he was doing. I'm not going to say, like, he, he didn't slew foot him. It wasn't that bad, but Chara knew what he was doing. You could see he hauled him down a little bit, and he's known to do that shit in front of the net all the time. He's fucking right. dirty in front of the net. He's always been like that. Right. And for but, some reason, he gets a pass just because, oh, he's so big, he doesn't know what he's yeah. doing. He knows exactly what yeah. he's doing. Essentially, though, by him saying that, though, he's saying, like, he had intent to hurt him, like, essentially, and... Like, I don't believe that. And it was unfortunate. And you know what sucks is Svechnikov, he's back-to-back years. He's been taken out of the playoffs by fucking true vets. Like, last yeah. year, he got knocked the fuck out by Ovi. And then his brother put out, like, a fucking Russian, like, fucking... He thought he was like, dude, he forgot that Ovi is essentially fucking, what's that fucking prime minister or whatever the fuck they call it in Russia? What's their fucking, uh, what's the dictator over there in Russia? Putin. Putin. He forgot that Ovi is essentially Putin's, yeah, like, (laughs) they're fucking equals. And he forgot, he put And and also, like, good luck. Go go fight Ovi, see what happens. Yeah, oh my god. I thought he was trying to put out, like, fucking the Russian mob onto fucking yeah. Ovi to fucking go scrape Ovi's him. probably in the Russian mob. Ovi's, like, like we said, like, dude, if he wanted, he could have been, like, I think when Ovi was born, kill like, like, Mr. Freeze from Batman, there was, like, a cryo chamber that all of a sudden just opened up, and it was just, like, an adult Ovi walked out, and then that's just how he was born. Yeah, like those old commercials where like how lab, Canadians are like, born. Like they just yeah. break through like the fucking huge thing of ice and like a dude just comes out. Like they said that about Canadians, but like that's what Ovi did. If I was going to make like a movie about Ovi's life, the first scene would be like, you know, like the little text at the bottom. It would say like, it would say like Northern Siberia. You would see just like a sheet of ice, and then you would just see a fist just come flying through the ice, and then just he pulls his body out, and his Ovi's already just insane. Yeah, like he's already wearing CCM. Yeah, Ovi has no belly button. That's for sure. Fucking um, but yeah, I want the the best part about the whole series for me was fucking Martin where like they it came out like. That's what's been awesome about the bubble too is like a little bit more showing of like interactions, excuse me, in the locker room, um, whether it like with JT Miller earlier on doing reads a pregame, but yes, show. yes, Martin Oaks. Oh that's <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. It's like ah, <laughs> Mister Svechnikov. Dude. Let's go, Svechi. Let's go get him. (laughs) And then he, and then he had one where it was like, (laughs) that's pretty good, right there, Mr. Svechnikov. Let's go, Svechi. Like, dude, it was so perfect. You gotta think about it too. Like, he's just, he's like a fucking just. Russian teenager. He's probably like, what? The yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Is this fucking guy talking? He probably doesn't even know English. 
Right, dude, and show him they did like six, but like, dude, and that's all he just from scared. the bubble. He it's been doing all year, but and that's just a pregame ritual. Like that had to have gone on all year. But that's why I, I love. It. Like it makes me love Martinuk, which was like I knew th- I knew who he was, but he was a no name. Yeah, and then yeah. now you you I, after beauty. I hear that, I'm like, dude, this guy's this fucking guy's beauty, awesome. Yeah. I fucking love this guy. But yeah, so I don't hate the Canes like you do. Um, I did, I did take them to beat the bees. And again, buggy, I apologize. You, uh, your team looks very fucking good. They got pasta back who we shouldn't, we should know was out for, I don't know, the first three, four games, whatever it was. He came back that, yeah, that is huge for them. Um, they look great. Um, they look like. Bones, mad bones in the, in the round robin. Better. You did, yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, that was the one difference is uh, I went four and four. Yeah. Uh, Civi went five and three because he took the bees. Part, part of me, like, as much as I hate the Bruins and I do want the Avs to win the cup, the Bruins winning the cup would feel a little sweet with the Tuca thing. Like, it would feel... Yeah, like, just me, an ultimate I, fuck yeah, you. to me, to... like, I, I, would, I would just love, like... That just fuck you, you know? Like, yeah. oh, you, you opted out. You don't want to play. We'll just win it with this yeah, guy. Yeah, dude. We don't really need he, you, like, say they do. He shouldn't get his fucking name on that cup. Even no. though he was the starter all year. And he, he should, did. Nah, he he shouldn't. shouldn't. You, you backed out. You, you don't you get your name on the fucking play. cup. You chose. Exactly. You weren't picked over by another. Like, you chose, like, I'm going home. That to me, that just says to me, like, like we said before. Like, who knows if there's a family right. issue, but, like. To, that just looks like, yeah, I'm just not a competitor. I'm just, I play to, exactly. I, I play because I'm good and I want money. Right. I just and don't care about winning. Again, like, he's the only one that made those crazy fucking off-brand comments. And, and then we're looking leaves. at, like, uh, I'm sitting directly across from a poster of Michael Jordan, the ultimate competitor. So it's yes. like, to think about Tuka Rask, I want to throw up right now yeah. looking at Michael Jordan. Hitting the last shot over the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Game six, Great after he poster. stole the ball from Carmelo, it's a fucking beautiful poster. Our buddy Dom pointed out to me, there's a dude in the fan, the ball's in the air on his last shot there, and there's a, a the little kid. 10-year-old kid, he just just, he's got the six fingers in the hand, he knew That's awesome. that was six fucking rings. But, um, but yeah, so that pretty much wraps up the Eastern Conference, and uh... We're going to get into the Western Conference. Let's see how we get it. I have to pass. Where so is bad. this kid? All right, so now we're getting into the Western Conference. Um, one seed Vegas, Vegas versus Chicago, the eighth seed. I think this was honestly a better series than the results showed. Um, I think we both picked this to be over in five, maybe six. I forget exactly what yeah, it was. It ended up being over in five. Um, did you? Yeah. Yeah. I forget exactly what it was. It's been a couple weeks. Um, but it was it was pretty good. There, there were a few overtime games, at least two overtime games, yeah. I believe. Um, but Vegas was just too good for them. Yeah, um, this was one of those pretty cut and dry. Kind of just new. Yeah. Like, Doc looked good. Um, he, uh, shit. Doc looked better. I mean, yeah. granted, as of right now, it looks like, fuck, Doc 
Doc has been from this one yeah. year looked no, better than year, Kako yeah. and Jack Hughes. I'll, I'll agree with that. They I had think a, he, he was probably looking back. He probably was the most NHL ready. He kind of plays that game too. Right, big ass fucking kid. Yeah. Like six four, two hundred. Which is surprising. I didn't even know if he would actually go straight to the league. I was a little surprised. Dude, he didn't even that. have great stats it in didn't the really dub. Seem like that was. He like, had like what? I, I want to say he had like sixty. Five points yeah, yeah. in like fifty five games, yeah. like dude, which is not too yeah. impressive. But the dub is like more manly, I will say, yeah, than yeah, the yeah. O and the Q. Yeah, for sure. But then you look at a Nolan Patrick who, for two years before his draft year, or I'm sorry, two years before he gets drafted, was putting up over a hundred points, and he's been a stinker. Yeah, he's been a lot of injuries, but he's still even when he's is on he the playing? ice, no. He's he's he was hurt all year. Yeah. I'm pretty sure with a concussion, or oh, which is never a good time. That's not good, yeah. But um, he had injury issues even uh, going into his draft year. You know what? It was the year before his draft year. He had a hundred points, yeah. and then his draft year he got hurt again. Got to read the notes. Um, the yeah, he's now. definitely injury prone. I hate to put that label on a what yeah. a twenty one year old kid or whatever. But yeah. anyway, we got off the rails a little bit there. Um. Yeah, I get cool, cool moment for Leonard against his old team, I think. Yeah, they they trade him. To, he tweeted out something, too. He tweeted, like, this is awkward or something <laughs> with, like, a funny... He's been very fucking animated on yeah, yeah. Twitter, post and he's, shit. He's, he seems fucking, like a cool dude. He does seem like a cool dude. Mm-hmm. He had his struggles with drugs and alcohol and all that, and um, I'm happy for him. He, yeah, yeah. He's Absolutely. fucking killing it now. Um, I hope he gets a big ticket next yeah. year. He definitely deserves it. He should have gotten it last year. Should have, yeah. After what he he was the one that carried the Islanders last year. Yeah. And then Absolutely. he still had to do another one year prove it. But what sucks for him is this flat cap. Yeah. I don't know what anybody's gonna get paid on the fucking open market this year. That's why I didn't even bring up with the oh shit. I'm sorry. We didn't even get to the Western Conference. I was thinking about different free agent. Whatever. We'll get to that later with the Yotes, with Taylor Hall, and the Blues, with Petrangelo, and different free agents that um, I wonder what they're going to get paid. And oh, yeah, we'll get Same thing that. with Leonard. Like, who knows? Flat fucking cap. This is like, this is new for at least the recent years. So, um, Vegas was just too deep. Um, I'll ask it one last time. Because Chicago was a 12 seed, they really, excuse me, had no business. They wouldn't have made the playoffs. Yeah. Would they have been, <laughs> us the same question again, would they have been better off? Yeah. Throwing their hat in the ring for yeah. Laffy. They're on the, they're the same, like, they have the older pieces, they need to rebuild. It's the same. Right. Chicago, they're, they're, all these teams are like in that same boat. And it's there's like they can still compete. They still have good players. They're a little older, but they need that. And they're such a big name team yeah. that their hat is truly in the ring for a rigged lottery. Just yeah. like oh, the absolutely. Rangers were the least of the four. Yeah, they were yeah. like the fourth. But if it was Toronto, Pittsburgh. Or Edmonton, people will avoid batshit. I have to think, too, if they're rigging the lottery and, and the Canadians were in it, I think that would be the perfect... It was. It was that perfect. That was perfect. That would have been perfect. Um, I literally think it, like they knew Toronto, Edmonton, Pittsburgh, 
Everybody, the whole world went fucking absurd. The Rangers were able to sneak in there. I would love to just find <laughs> out that they've been rigging NHL and NBA lotteries my whole life. Like, Isn't it, that just came out one day, like some whistleblower guy was just like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love the term whistleblower. Like, like that is so fucking funny NBA, to me. Just a whistleblower just, would be hilarious. He's on his deathbed and there he's just like, I have some <laughs> Mario Lemieux should have been, been a rigging. fucking New York There's a whole association with the rigging lotteries for years. But yeah, like, fucking, um, with the Rangers, like, is it a coincidence that that dude, like, that ball was pretty heavy. The guy, yeah, he I dropped know. it, and then he had to pick it back up, and then it's just listen, like... Man, <laughs> I, listen, they don't ask how, they ask how, man, <laughs> so I'll take it. That's all, man. I don't man. even care if it's rigged, because it's already over with. Unless they take it. <laughs> but yeah, Vegas looked good. Um, we'll get into the Avs versus the Yotes. It was total fucking dominance. Um, that being said, games one through three solely because of Kemper kind of were a toss-up just in the sense like the Avs dominated play. I want to say in game two they didn't really dominate. I'm trying to remember. It was either one or two they didn't necessarily ga- dominate the game. No, it was definitely game two. Game one, they dominated. It was like 40 yeah, shots yeah. to like fucking 14 or something like that. Like, And it was 0-0 until the third, and then the Avs put in three in yeah. like fucking a minute and a half. And they won 3 nothing. Then the second game, it was kind of like, ooh, it was tight. And then I'm pretty sure they won 3-2. to two. Then game three, again, the Avs put up like 53 shots yeah. or something to like 22. And Kemper stood on his head. They won fucking 2-1, to one, the Yotes did, to make it a 2-1 series. And then the next two games, yeah. Avs 7-1. to one. They fucking demolished them. Pretty tough look for the Coyotes that series, I thought. They, they really got fucking handled, like... It must have. It must have been nice for you. Yeah, like, dude, there was like, I wasn't even being such an avid fan. Like, there were times I was like, you know, looking at my phone and shit. I was just like, I knew it was. It wasn't. You knew it was over. Like, it was over. We were ready for the next series. It was over. Like, I was just like looking into other shit. Fucking Nate Dog looked incredible. Yeah. Um. I want to ask, after what you saw from that series, and then you see these other top players like McDavid, Dreisaitl, but forget that. The only, for me, and I believe it's the same thing for you, the only question is McDavid, McKinnon. Um, you see what Nate Dogg has done again this year. It was, I think this question softly got brought up last year but this year right now it's getting brought up a lot is uh is nate dog is nate dog the top dog (laughs) in the national okay so i like the question put the teams they play on a side i think right now if i want a guy for the regular season i'm taking mcdavid if i want a guy for the playoffs i'm taking mckinnon i agree i don't know i'm not saying mcdavid underperforms in the playoffs cuz obviously he, he puts up points he puts up his numbers but is it the team around him i don't know but mckinnon really drives that team and you could tell he finds that 
he finds another gear in the playoffs. Dude, did you see... I forget who it was against. It was somebody, obviously, on the Yotes. Did you see that reverse hit? Loved it. Somebody, dude, he's literally he's Peter fucking Forsberg, who I think Love is it. like all time. If he was able to play fifteen hundred games, unfortunately, he was only able to play. Like I don't think there's any seven hundred. I don't think he, there's anything better in hockey than hitting someone while you have the puck. Like that, that has to be like the best thing you can do. And yeah, fucking lay somebody the fuck out too. He laid him the fuck out. Like, dude, that dude's... He's like, yeah. This dude was like a third fucking liner. I forget. It was, was it Christian Fisher, I believe? Yeah, yeah. I'm he's like, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a run at the second best player in the national. And then, boom! He gets laid the fuck... No, it wasn't Christian Fisher. It was somebody else. The next game, or maybe two games later, fucking... Dummy somebody. Yeah, fucking... bench. Fucking Kraus fucking... Is it Lawson Kraus or is yeah, it Lawson Kraus? Fucking, it's always an iffy play. Fucking Makar kind of turned. He hit him in the back, right in front of the fucking benches. And Gabe is just like, Gabe, no matter right. what, it's just boom, he's in there. And Nate Dog's not afraid either. Nate Dog, like we've never gotten the full story. Like we listen to Spitting Chicklets and this and that. They've kind of brushed upon it. Nobody has came out with the full story. Um. There was a big wrestling ring in fucking the 2016 World Championships, I believe, with Canada. And Tyson Berry got fucked up. Like, it was almost a scare that he was going to fucking bleed out because somebody put him through a fucking glass fucking table. And he cut the fuck out of his leg. And I was wondering, like, yo, is it like Brent Burns? Or like, who, who are the big dogs? And then it was just like... We've now come to realize, without it being directly said, it was <laughs> it was Nate Dog. It was Nate Dog. Like that dude. He's got a bit of a mean streak. Dude, he's a sick fuck. He's like I said. Like when it comes to one versus two, McDavid, pure just skill and talent. Like he's like a magician. Like he's God given ability. But McKinnon. Is that dog? Like he's literally, like I said, with the watching the Michael Jordan um, documentary that came out on ESPN. He wants, um, he wants um, perfection out of everybody else, and he, uh, he, he, dude, he's a killer, and he put Tyson Berry, his own fucking teammate, through a fucking table. <laughs> He fucking and then here he comes. He fucking ragged up that Christian right Fisher, bench, who is a bigger actually dude, both of that hit and that fight right in front of the right in front of the bench. bench on both of them. Fisher is like I looked up his shit. He's like six two two fifteen. He's a big boy. Nate Dogg is a big Nate boy. Nate Dogg is six foot two oh five, but he is built like an ox. He's just fucking. And he's he just stopped. he's, he's mean like stopped. he's a sick fuck and he dude he he didn't want to he threw like one punch I don't know if it connected but he just like ragdolled like the definition yeah, yeah. of ragdolled him like it was made him look like a little baby boy. and it's just like dude like have you ever seen a top like a superstar like that just ragdoll like he's like in again I want to get into this I don't topic, think anybody where, else at that level is do be able to do that right. 
and the Ovi. superstar, I mean, Ovi, but, right, yeah. right, Ovi, Ovi, yeah, we've seen. Ovi but we've already Ovi. said he's not a human being. Yeah, so yeah, it doesn't, he doesn't yeah. have a belly button. Yeah, <laughs> but fucking like, dude, I think that the superstar thing, even star, in the hockey community, gets thrown around way too easily. Superstar, it, like, doesn't mean like, oh, you're the best player on your team. You're a superstar. Absolutely not. You're a superstar when you're, like, the elite, elite crop of yeah, the NHL. Yeah. Like, a top 10 player is a superstar. You can be an all-star. Like, certain players, like Tyler Sagan, like, he's not a superstar. He's a star. He's a star. He's an all-star, yeah. Like, you can be, like, a, these top six guys, like, falsely get made up to be superstars. Nate Dogg, Connor McDavid, like, fucking, even Austin Matthews, even though I like to shit on He's a superstar. He's kind of a bottom barrel superstar. I was going to say, I, I, actually, I actually thought there was an argument coming there. When, when I thought you were going to bring up Matthews, and I thought you weren't going to say he was a superstar, and I was going to disagree. He's borderline. Again, again, he's okay. borderline. He's like the bottom that. of the barrel. Yeah, like yeah. He's like arguably a top what 10 about, player. Um, what about Pasternak? What would you say about him? Would you call him a superstar? That's a tough one, right? I put so much more stock in the centers than Years. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah. I put a lot more stock into like Panarin and Patrick Kane. To me, are like better than Pasta. It, it's up for debate, but um, it's not. I mean, with Panarin, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I'll give it to Pasta. I'll give it to Pasta. Pasta superstar. I think that you just named the three probably. Oh, and and Drysaddle. Yeah, and Ovi. Yeah, those so, those are five wingers. Five wingers, and then. McKinnon, McDavid, McDavid, Crosby, and even Crosby's like kind he's of kind like of fading out of that. But he he just has he just right he's got he's some grandfathered f- into the superstar. He is. He is. Um, but yeah, so that was a good talk. I like. I would love to jerk my son off every chance I get. <laughs> that sounds fucking. That the sounds, weirdest yeah. fucking thing I've ever said. We'll but, cut uh, that out, but we don't actually know it. Yeah. Right. So we won't. Yeah. I don't yeah. Oh, they're showing that Nate Dogg leads the playoff in points with 16 and not a big deal. Anyway, we're going to... Uh, that Heiskanen, though, with 13. Huh? That Heiskanen. I love that Heiskanen. Even though he's on the fucking... E- the stars. We'll get into that later. Um, I want to talk a little bit about... We didn't talk much about the Yotes. They got totally dismantled. Um, we didn't even talk about the fact that John Chaika, who was hired as a 27-year-old GM, which and he really had no nerd. experience in hockey, um, gets hired as the GM, and then before... All the rumors are saying he's going to be... I don't know if it's going to be the GM of the Devils. He's going to have some job over there associated with the Devils. He just left this team before the play-in series. Um, and he left them in a shitstorm. Yeah, that was really bizarre. Huh? <laughs> like, that was almost as bizarre as the Tuca thing. Like, I don't understand this. I guess this would be, like, the time of year... Where you're doing, like, where you're leaving. But you have to take into consideration that your team is fucking trying to win a Stanley Cup. Like, yeah. If he did it right Whether after, they had a chance to If he did it right after they got bounced, it's like, alright, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, you're just gonna leave, like... 
I mean, sure, he probably didn't have to do anything anyway. Like, the team's already set. They're playing, but it's just bizarre. Like, it just... It's very bizarre. Like, you can't wait. This is the farthest you've been as a GM. Like, you made this team. Like, he signed and drafted a lot of these guys and traded for Taylor Hall and Phil Kessler. I actually remember, it's funny, because I listened to... um, the 31 Thoughts podcast, like, earlier, probably, it was probably in the winter this year, um, and it was Elliot Friedman talking to Chaika, and the way he was talking, and it was like, wow, this guy's gonna be with the Coyotes, like, his whole, like, career as a GM, like, this guy's, you know, put out so much effort into this team, it's like, you figure he must have got a juicy offer from the Devils, or the Coyotes said, hey, you're not our guy anymore. I'm not sure. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, and then you look at what transpired. He made a splash, trading for Phil Kessel, trading for Taylor Hall. But it's like, those are, those are moves to complete a team. Where, they're the. They're in a rebuild, and then you add in these dudes that are fucking, like, you know, borderline. They're stars. They're not superstars. They're borderline fucking stars. Um, I mean, but yeah, Taylor Hall won the heart a couple of years ago, and which was a disgrace. Nate Dogg had a better year. Regardless, it still upsets me. I'm still haunted by it. But um, I don't know. And then you have like Clayton Keller. He gives Clayton Keller like that contract of like seven mil a year when he had a great rookie year and he hasn't done shit since. Yeah. I don't know. He, he left that team in fucking shambles. And, you know, Biz had a great piece about it. Like Biz essentially was like, uh, you know, fuck this guy. Like, yeah, yeah. He fucked us over. He left us high and dry. And uh, he would know better than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, from from the far outside looking in, which is surprising too, because Biz like loved him too. Mm, like mm. listening to him talk about him, like Biz Biz loved him. Yeah, Biz is very fucking loyal to the Oats, and I think he had a lot of pride in Chica, and then yeah. he did him dirty. Loved him. <laughs> yeah, he did him dirty. All right. But enough about the Yotes. We'll move on. I think I don't think Taylor Hall is going to be in a Yotes uniform next year. I think that's a different topic. But yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll uh, we'll also have a free agent talk. Fucking, we'll get to that. But yeah, like we'll see. Um, I just want to say because of Chica. Fuck analytic stats. I'm so tired yeah, I'm with of you fucking that, that bullshit. Fucking dude, you want that's such a that's such an NHL thing right now. Like that's I don't know if that's coming up in other sports. I don't follow them as closely, but I see so much of that. Like it's not fucking Moneyball. Like we're we're actually out here playing the fucking game. Hockey Twitter is like so about analytics. Because it's fucking nerds who never played hockey. Right, exactly. And I never, dude, I'm a fucking hockey nerd and I never fucking played hockey. But I'll put, dude, like, yes, a lot of times, like, your hockey analytics fucking do support certain arguments. But, dude, you can't just live your life off of that. In the end, there's a score to a game. Yeah. And this guy scored a goal and this guy didn't. Yeah. And this guy did oh, this exactly. and this guy didn't. And the whole, I hate even, 
Dude, like, uh, I, I put stock in plus fucking minus. Dude, in the end, you look at your plus minus fucking leaders for the year, they're on the best teams in the league. No, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's just like, fuck the analytics. The analytics are important for a certain extent, but in the end... Don't fucking hire a guy because he's yeah. an analytical genius. Fucking look like, at him with Trey. I would, I would want, like, like say with the Rangers, for instance. I hope the Rangers have guys who do analytics and that's, like, part of their job. But I don't want our And they GM... put in their input. Yeah. That's put it. in your input. Let me know what you think. Don't make your GM My be GM an analytical is not going to be some fucking dude who never played hockey, who doesn't know anything about hockey, but just fucking crunches numbers on the fucking computer all day. Like, right. I want, a, I want a GM who knows, okay, fucking Pat Maroon, this guy's going to go head first into the fucking corner. He's willing to die on the ice to get exactly. this team to win. We're going to get that guy. And you know, that, his numbers analytically might not be the best, but the, Stan- the Blues just won the Stanley Cup last year, so... Exactly. That kind of leads us right into the next series of Dallas versus Calgary. Because um, game one, Calgary won, and they look good. And then game two, Kachuk gets hurt. Um, He is... He's the biggest rat fuck fucking... He does it all on the ice, and I can't jerk him enough. But once he got hurt, it's like... Calgary, I, I knew it. Yeah, Calgary was done for it. Even yeah. though they won game three, it was still like, ah. Yeah. Calgary won game three. And then again, Johnny Goudreau, who again, like I'm sure analytically in the regular season yeah, yeah. is a fucking dream... But, dude, he is. He's a tiny guy. He's kind of like... And he gets pushed around in the yoffs. Yeah, he's gotten... It's a couple years in a row now he's had trouble. Dude, because it does. Like, once you get in the yoffs, like, it turns back. The clock turns back 10 years. It does. No, you're right. It does. It's. I mean, if you just look at the teams that have won it. Pittsburgh... When Pittsburgh won it, it's like... It was a little different. Yeah. Like, that's just... But you have Crosby and Gino. That's the Crosby effect, yeah. But, like, you look at that Blues team. You look at that Kings team. Like, the Hawks... I mean, Taves and Kane just at their prime. The Hawks were, you know... They but they had I remember I remember fucking Brian Bickle being big in that series. Yeah, yeah. These like, other fucking they and again like Duncan Keith, Bo- Dave Bolin. But yeah, guy. random fucking dudes yeah. like Dave Bolin, fucking. But even Those in the, the 2010, yeah. big buff. Big buff. When he yeah. was fucking yeah. young and fucking and Brian Campbell, like yeah. they had. They and it's not even so necessarily just guys. like a size thing with Goudreau. It's like. Because you have guys like Brendan Gallagher's, like your smaller guys, right? Who, who, get in there and mix it up. He's all He's part. a strictly finesse player, I think. Like strictly. he's gonna just buzz around. He's gonna dangle. Guys. He relies on not getting hit. Yeah, and then the yards. There's no you have to get hit. hit. Like you're getting hit. <laughs> so, yeah, it uh, Dallas turned it on after that game three. They won the next three. Fucking game six, they go down three nothing, and then like Calgary, it's like okay, Calgary's gonna fucking tie this series up, send to a game seven. Dallas fucking dummies them with seven straight goals, including four from Guryanov. Um, that guy's guy nasty, huh? <laughs> 
I guess so, dude. Like, well, they've got to find out. They've got fucking secret talents with him and that fucking other Finnish fuck. I had heard about the Garyanov guy earlier this year. And yeah, I fucking Merrick is a huge fan. Is he? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'll bring it up again. Is it time to break up the band in Calgary? Like, is it time to ship out a Goudreau or a Monahan? I think your biggest uh, trade value would be a Goudreau. Yeah. Even though he's had such failures in yeah, the playoffs. Because yeah. um, Monahan is kind of a product of Goudreau almost. Like, yeah. Monahan's solid. Yeah. He's a solid player. He'll give you 60 points, maybe 30 tucks. But um, Goudreau, Goudreau is the ultimate. Like yeah. he can give you essentially a hundred. Yeah, points. a bit of the magic from last year wore off too with with Lindholm and that whole line. Yeah, the they did in the regular and season, yeah. and then ever since they have tossed on them. In fact, in the Duke Calgary, I forgot. I looked back at it because um, somebody tweeted out like like we'll get into this um. In a little bit, but the Avs lost to Dallas in game one of the second round. And uh, somebody tweeted out that this looked a lot like game one of Avs versus Stars. And I looked back and I was like, wow, they did. I I forgot. They got dusted for nothing by the fucking Stars. It was 2 nothing for the longest time or whatever it was. And then I think there were there might have been a couple empty nighters. I forget exactly what it was. It was closer than 4 nothing, But, um... But yeah, and then after that, fucking Calgary was fucking shit. Avs dusted them. Yeah. And then even this whole, this whole year. That, you said Avs stars. You, you meant Avs Calgary, right? Uh, like I meant like this game one oh, Avs stars okay, yeah, okay, looks like yeah, game yeah, one of Avs Calgary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and ever since, like, you, like Calgary went from the one seed to the eight seed this year. They did beat the nine seed in the play-in. And I did take them to beat um, Dallas, but yeah. Kachuk went down, yeah. and I think well that that's the biggest thing, right? Mm. Kachuk going down, it's like they're they're not the same team without it, right? But it still He's is got enough like, heart for that whole team. But it is, you're right. Do, do they need? Is to it time? Change? Is it time? I think like you gotta get to a certain point before. You also gotta look at the back end too, like Giordano's, like. She was like 40, yeah. Like, what do you do there? But that's the thing. Do you trade a Goudreau for a fucking great defenseman? Maybe the big link is always Philly. Like, can you get a fucking... I don't even know. Obviously, they're not giving up Provi, but I don't know. Goudreau for Provi? I don't don't think you can do that, but can you get... I don't know, somebody? Like, I have no idea. But grow for uh, Goss Despair and uh, and a third and second. But even that, does Goss Despair, like, he's another one. He's a small he's dude. Small, yeah. dude like, and that's why, without jerking my son too much, you get into that differential between McDavid, who's just a crazy skill guy, like, fucking retarded. Excuse my language. Um, and then you just have McKinnon, who's just a fucking junkyard dog. Just a dog. In the playoffs, that's what matters. But I digress. Um, let's get into the Blues and Canucks. 
The reigning champs. The frauds themselves. That reign has ended. <laughs> and it was a, it was such a weird series. Like, Canucks go up 2-0. Canucks surprised me. Yeah. I did not see this one coming at all. I'll say out of all the series, this... this it surprised me. But we talked about it. It was like, these are the young bulls versus yeah, like yeah. the defending, like... There's been a lot of comparisons to the young, like the early 2009, 2010 Blackhawks. Yeah. Um, and then Vancouver goes up 2 nothing. It was like, whoa. And then the Blues come back, make it 2-2. It was like, ah, this shit's over. Yeah, over. Blues got it. And then the fucking Canucks finish them in the next two. It was like crazy. Fucking Bennington looked like shit. He lost the net to Allen in game five. Yeah, when you're when you're mixing up goalies, it's already you already lost the series. That's that's it. Yeah, and what's weird is they won Game Four, and they still went to Allen. I I I don't know exactly when they went to Allen. To be honest with you, they went to Allen at some point, and then in Game Six they went back to Bennington, and he let up four. And fucking, they went to Allen. It was just too late. Fucking Canucks fucking beat them. Um, was that the last game for the captain, Alex Petrangelo, in a St. Louis blue sweater? I think so. I, I think probably. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like... When they signed Falk and they signed Draco, yeah. like, it's like... I forgot they even had Falk. Yeah. <laughs> that was essentially, like, that sealed it. And then now you have the flat cap. It's like, yeah. there's not even a chance. Nah, I, I think that's about mm. it. So we kind of talked about it earlier. <laughs> but hey, he got his cup. I'm sure he's happy. He get he got his cup, and now he's going to go try to get his payday, I'm sure. And It's tough for him, though. Even, like, he's got to feel slighted, like... They did. He did. He got his cup. But that's the thing. He gets his cup. And then they trade for Falk and sign him immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact timeline of them set, uh, signing Pareko. Like re-signing Pareko. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you put all this money in these other right shot defensemen. It's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the captain. I just won your cup. Yeah. Like, da, 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 da. No, no. It's, that's almost them planning like they, they knew. Yeah, and gone. you know what? He probably was going to command... Was saying, like, listen, I, I'm leaving. Maybe he, that was... See, and that's another that's look at it. Yeah. That's a whole nother... Um, I bet he wants fucking 10 schmill, but now that the cap is flat... Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Like, that's, what, that's what's an interesting topic is like... Let me ask you this, like... A guy like a Petrangelo or a guy like Taylor Hall, knowing it's a flat cap for this year, we don't know what's gonna happen yeah, with yeah. this whole virus. And dude, I don't even know if they're gonna play next year. Because think about. I this. was actually just gonna. So I was actually just gonna say, like, it's weird saying, like, you know, I usually look forward to, like, oh, so like this team's doing this, but what are they gonna look like next year? And now, say, I was just thinking, like, what are they gonna look like? Well, next year is usually like a month from now, so like. First off, when is next year starting? And second off, it's like, is this a sneak peek of what teams are going to look like next year right now in terms of like how they're playing? 
or like you know like it's it's weird it's a weird thing with 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 just teams playing in fucking august like dude my fear is that there everybody was down to go to a bubble for a playoff format they're not gonna be able to do a bubble for, for next no, year, and no, if they, nobody's doing that, I don't like. And the, it, the like NBA, you, that's why the yeah. NA, that's why MLB and NFL is not going to do that. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what happens with that. I don't want to get too that's gloom and time. doom. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I want to shout out Cam and Strick. I listen to their podcast every episode. They're a St. Louis based thing, and um, I actually DM'd Cam Jansen. Um, and told him, you know, I love this podcast, blah, blah, blah. Huge inspiration for me and Siv and that I'd see them in the conference finals. Well, uh, let's just say I'm happy that the Avs don't have to face them. So <laughs> we'll put a wrap on that with the, uh, with the blues. We'll get into the conference semis now. Um, Flyers versus Islanders. That game, game one is currently... Going on right now on NBC Sports. It's 2 nothing Islanders. A little bit early in the third period. Um, I... <laughs> and even, you know, I... Like, we get these episodes a little bit planned out beforehand. And uh, I put it out there, like, is this going to be a snooze fest? Question mark. Like, it's only been 2 yeah. nothing early in. I see. I was thinking. That's I even texted you. I said, "Is this the most boring series?" Yeah, yeah, you did. These are just two teams that, in general, I don't like to watch. These two teams, for whatever reason, they're just. It doesn't excite me. So, I could have seen it going either way. Either the biggest snooze fest of a series, or just somehow, like, you know, it just ends up being like the craziest series. Seven games. You know, you could see that happening too. Like seven games, just. Because like we said, we've been teams completely. We've bought. been wrong more times. Because they, they are. I mean, they're right. two teams that are completely bought in. They play physical hockey, but it's also like there's not many stars in the series. You got. Paul it's Ray like Ray. yeah, like certain names like Claude Giroux and Voracek. They're bigger names than their actual product is. Yeah. That being said, I do want to shout out. I forgot to say this earlier. Barzy looked great. Yeah, in the first no, one. He's, he's definitely he deserves a big ticket. A star. Yeah, and that's does. a big thing. That's like, gonna be yeah. That's gonna he's be gonna idea. have to take a fucking a fucking bridge deal. I think yeah. because which I'm sure he wants to get paid. He wants one of those. Yeah, but then you look at like all these other dudes. Like they got bridge deals. Like he's gonna have to take a fucking bridge deal, and you know, yeah, it is what it is, but. I think they let him unleash a little bit more than they did in the regular season. And he proved how good he is. Um, But yeah, so I I feel that cat a hat... It's going to have to be the difference. Um, I'm feeling it's going to be a lot of one nothing, 2-1 to one games in this series. Um, Andrews Lee just scored. And, 
So yeah, we're we currently have the game on. It's three nothing Islanders. Um, hasn't exactly been a doozy, I'll say that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We we said in episode one, are the Flyers frauds? They were able to get that one seed. Maybe they outperformed these other teams. Like they got up for it more than the others. Yeah. They got to play Montreal, who was the twelfth seed technically. Going into it, and then they became the eight seed. They fucking they beat them in six. Yeah, here they are in game one, down three nothing midway through the third. I mean, you look at the roster; they do like they're built good. They got a lot of guys, but I think this is gonna be a tough series for them. Like we said, though, they've always had your Giroux, yeah, your fucking yeah. Voracek, your fucking this that. They finally have Catahat, who's supposed to be their yeah. goalie savior, but um. Here they are. They're down three nothing midway through the third against the Islanders, who is not a team that normally even puts up this many goals. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens with that series. I even again we started this pod a lot long before this game has gotten this far into it. I picked the Islanders in six. What do you got? I got the Islanders in seven. I think. Okay. Okay. So again, Sivy went five for three. I went four for four. We'll see who does better this round. Again, only fucking four series now. That's what's crazy. You forget how quick it... It went from six games a day to now it's only two games a day. Yeah. Which, you know, as a fan kind of blows. But so now we're going to get into Tampa versus the Bees, the Bruins. Shout out, Buggy. Um... This was inevitable from day one. Under normal circumstances, you, yeah. I knew these were going to be the one and two seed from yeah, the yeah. Atlantic. Um, and then even, that's what's crazy. Like, one of them was going to be the wild, or going to be the two versus yeah. the three with Toronto. And one of them was going to be Toronto. And then they were going to mm-hmm. play. Um, even in these crazy circumstances, they still end up, facing each other in the second round. Um, they both look fantastic in round one, both taking care of business in five games. Um, pasta's back. Um, still no stammer, mm. which I, I I don't know. That's what's crazy about this whole thing. It's just like their own food to play. Hippo. Which I get it. They're trying to fucking protect like people from saying like, "Yeah, yes, call that." Yeah. But like, dude, at the same time, it's just like, what's the difference between saying like he has COVID or he tore his ACL? Yeah, like, yeah. We all want to know. Like, it's always been a problem for me. Like, oh yeah, he's a lower body injury or he has an upper body injury. Dude, <laughs> Colin Wilson it. has been out for the Avs since <laughs> fucking October, and again, he's like a he's like a plug. But still, it's just like, what the fuck is wrong is with he the guy? Died? Dude, like, yeah, is he alive? Yeah, like, he, I have no okay? idea. I have no fucking is idea. His heard from yeah, him? yeah, like, I, you know, like, I don't want to fucking. God bless the guy. I hope he's doing fucking great, but holy fuck, like, how about yeah. you? Like, I don't know. That's what has always upset me with the NHL, and now it gets even more. It's just, he's unfit to play. And, dude, it's Steven Stamkos. He's. It's frustrating is in other sports It's not like an issue Like it's always They're very specific They tell you what's going on You know like where You know Yeah dude Like NBA They'll tell you like Yeah like The dude fucking 
fucking sprained his like left nut while getting a blowjob by yeah. a fucking stripper. Like it's just like has they'll tell you whatever the fuck happened, like which is so annoying. But game one, B's fucking beat him three to two. Um, the perfection line, which is Bergie, Pasta, fucking Marshawn, who's a fucking... The biggest rat. Biggest rat. He's, he's what Kachuk strives to be. Yeah. And he's... The guy's a gamer. It's I hard, hate the fuck out not, of him, but you know what? He's, he's, he's from fucking Halifax. He's good friends with Nate Dog and Crosby. He trains with them in the summers, and so I've gained a little bit of respect for him. He, uh, you know, he does his yeah. thing, and he fucking kills and that it. That really is the perfection line. Yeah. Like when you talk yeah. about one line that's stuck together for so long, and the things they've accomplished, I mean, there's not many lines in the NHL that you can compare to that. Like, how, how many lines have stuck together for that long? That, that long? Like, I don't know, like, Nate Dog. Gabe McKinnon, I'm sorry, McKinnon. Oh yeah, that Gabe and Miko, like, they've been coming. Dominant. Like this yeah. is now like their third year together. Yeah. So it's kind of about the same. Um, the abs of Dostadon, like in racing history, but um, you know that's that's just food for thought. But uh, as far as but right Stanley now, Stanley Cups are what matters at the end. Yes, of the day, right, so. right. But that line hasn't won a Stanley Cup yet. Um, the only one was, I mean, Marsha and Bergie both have cups, but they weren't like that. There wasn't all like that. But, um, so we'll see what happens. And, um, again, like I said, I want to get Buggy on here. Buggy's coming home. Buggy's coming back to Connecticut, <laughs> motherfucker. He's gonna, he's gonna hop on the pod for the next episode. And, uh, we'll talk a little bit of Bruins. Um, but yeah, so I have the Bruins in seven. Over Tampa Bay. I think this is like such an yeah, amazing yeah. I series. I was going to say, it's funny that you said seven because I was going to say absolutely seven. Seven game series. I think the Bruins take this and seven. Bruins, you yeah. got them too. You got the Bees too. Yeah. Shout out, Buggy. I think it's going to be an awesome series though. It could definitely go either way, but yeah. I, I like the Bruins in seven. Not even just because they won the first game too. I right, right. I want to, yeah. because like we said, like Tampa's, not, I like. I and again, like even though after that first episode, um, I love fucking Maroon that they added him, and I love why sort of fucking Brain Point fucking yeah, he was fucking face washing fucking I forget who it was on Columbo, fucking. It's been a. They look a lot more gritty than I gave them credit yeah, for, yeah. and Absolutely. um. But yeah, so I'm still going to give the B's and seven. Um, and we'll get into the uh, the Western semis. We'll go Vegas versus Vancouver. Before we even get into the series, which has already played a game, Alan Walsh, who is, you know, a very, very prominent agent in the National um, he tweets out a picture of Flower, Mark Andre Fleury, in the crease, but then there's like in fucking Game of Thrones style, <laughs> a fucking sword going through his back, 
And if you don't look closely, <laughs> you'll miss it. It says De Boer. <laughs> oh, on the fucking. Didn't, you didn't even no, see I it. Didn't even see it that. says Holy De Boer shit. on the fucking sword. Wow. I so wonder what that's a metaphor for. <laughs> well, he's saying. <laughs> no, I'm just. He's I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> he's saying that his coach is fucking stabbing him in the back. Not only stabbing him in the back, his coach is. Literally impaling him with a fucking, uh, uh, what is it called? Those called a claymore, like the big medieval swords. I don't know. Something I, like that. I uh, never got much into yeah. the fucking. Our medieval guys, our medieval listeners will know what kind of sword that was. But yeah, he's yeah. getting. Ask Brad Pitt from fucking three hundred, the handsome motherfucker. Brad Pitt wasn't in three hundred. It was Gerald Butler. What was Brad Pitt in? Um, I never even saw 300. Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt was in one of those. Uh, not not Gladiator. I think that was also Gerald Butler. Are you sure Brad <laughs> Pitt's not? Th- Look it up right now. Brad Pitt Gladiator? was in something. He was in something. You Are mean, you sure Brad Pitt's not 300? No, that's... Uh, I'm pretty sure that's Gerald Butler. I never saw either of them, but I'm almost positive Brad Pitt was the dude from 300. Nope, that's Gerald Butler. What was Brad Pitt in? Um, Maybe nothing? Anyway, that just shows how much I'm into that old school fucking bullshit. But, um, yeah, he uh, he tweeted out a fucking picture. Oh, you know what? He was in Troy. That's Troy! Yeah, yes, he was, was fucking movie. Troy. Yeah, right. That's what it was. That's yep, what it was. Yep. He was fucking Troy. Um... But yeah, I watched tweet that out, and it was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> because, yeah, they went to Robin Leonard throughout that whole fucking first series, and yeah, I, I, I think Flower maybe played one game in the, maybe the play-in or something, and then, um, yeah, so, so I, I don't know what happened. That's like, definitely, uh. To do that in the middle, I mean, to do that in the playoffs as an agent, it's just like, I don't know, like, it's weird, because you think about the kind of guy Flower is, like, did he know about it, or did this guy just do it without him knowing? You have to think that Flurry would have signed off on him doing that, like, he would have asked him before he did it, but who knows? I mean, that's not something as an agent, you just go rogue and just post that. We, exactly. while, while your client is in the play in the, unless the guy was like just fired up maybe the guy was wasted who knows but like but it stood up there for like it did yeah, a good like 24 hours it, he, didn't delete he eventually it. deleted it after like 24 hours I mean to do that like while the team is in the playoffs and they're they just won a series and then to top that off Leonard gets a shutout I mean dude you gotta like as a GM, like, I get you're upset if the GM's not giving him play time, but, like, it's not like he's doing it to fuck him over. He he, he wants the best chance to win. Right. Like, exactly. Exactly. And, um, that's it. Let <laughs> her get a shutout game one, so. Yeah. Yeah. And that, like, Vegas and fucking Leonard... He silences that whole thing. Like, I was wondering, is this going to be a, distra- a distraction? 
I mean, I think Flurry's got to go into the locker room with his tail between his legs and apologize to the team. They're trying I to think... win a fucking Stanley Cup. You got your agent tweeting out pictures of you with a fucking bloody sword through your back? I go know. home then. And for it, to, for it to sit there for 24 yeah. hours, obviously, like, dude, if, you're, if your client immediately says, fucking take that down, you're doing it. You're doing it. Yeah, yeah. You're getting no, paid yeah, he, solely he got, based off him. So right, he, he wanted had, to. He, he, he obviously, and he, he, he dodged the question on, like, did you know he was going to do it? He eventually told him to take it down maybe 24 hours later, yeah, yeah. at least the next day, whatever yeah. it was. Um, so he's got to be upset then. I mean, he's got to be upset about it. About what? His playtime. Yeah. Oh, he's yes, got, yes, yes. He worked up. I, yeah. I th- he was it. He, he very much was part of orchestrating that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's upset about his playing time. It's, it's fucking deja vu how he got replaced by Murray. And... At the beginning of this whole Vegas thing, like when Vegas became a team, he was the he was the face of the franchise. Yeah, yeah. And now here you are at the trade deadline. You bring in another goalie. No, I know. I think I think and at the, the end thing. of the day, what it comes down to with Flurry is is he wants that cup and he wants to be the guy. That's what's that, crazy, dog. Is like he has three cups, but he, he, he he's been in that for one. That's what I'm saying. He, he and he needs, was the number one overall. I feel player. like he more than anyone feels like he has so much to prove. He so. might be the best teammate guy, like, but he probably told his fucking his agent, like, yo, like, let's make this look like. And his agent's probably, yeah, I'll be the bad guy. Yeah, I'll be the bad guy, fun. like, yeah. fucking. But yeah, man, it 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 doesn't look good on him. Um, it and that's look the good thing. On either of them, though. No, I mean, either. but his agent, his agent right? Yeah, I mean, hey, listen. Next time you try to negotiate a deal with Vegas, Vegas, and even GM's not gonna think, and even other GM, they're gonna be like, this guy's a snake, like. But yeah, so and then Vegas, and their fucking DeBoer, and everybody proves them wrong by. Did um, we explain what the picture was for our listeners who might not not have seen it? No, yeah, it was very much like fucking. Game of Thrones. It was a bloody sword getting through his back. Flowers back, like, and it said DeBoer on it. Um, But yeah, fucking Leonard pitches a shutout. 5 0. Vegas absolutely dominated Vancouver. Um, They show they have the right goalie in. They look dominant. Um, I'll give the Nucks a little bit of credit because they're coming off. Knocking off the the Blues, who are the defending Stanley Cup champs. Um, And the Canucks have shown that they can beat a team that is very much built like Vegas in the Blues. Like, I think the Blues and Vegas are, like, very much, very as as comparable as any Mm. other team. Um, So I still think it's going to be a very, very entertaining series. That first game was... Was not what I wanted, yeah. but um, I'm still gonna say it's gonna be a very highly entertaining series, and but I'm still taking Vegas in seven. I have Vegas in six, I think. Okay, so now we're gonna get into the last series, which is again is always um my fucking. Specialty. 
the Avs versus the Stars. Game one. It was the first. It, it felt rushed to me. I didn't even like. Like all of a sudden, it was just like. That was weird. Yeah. It was like all of a sudden, it was like yeah, like Avs and Stars are playing tomorrow. I was like, whoa. I didn't like, like that. Yeah. We didn't even know that game one, yeah. or I'm sorry, the first round was gonna be over. Like yeah. both games did end up finishing that series, so ended up working out. But it's just like, what if one of them did win, and they went to a game seven, and they had to. Yeah. Like, round one would have still been on Sunday. Like, it was a whole crazy thing. But anyway, so, Av Stars, game one, Saturday night, prime fucking time. The Avs came out flat as shit. The Stars get the first goal. Nate Dog fucking answers. Then fucking this, that, the other. Fucking, it's like... It was 1-1, then 2-1, then 2-2, then 3-2. Nate Dog answered every fucking time, and then it just got to a point. It was like, dude, he can only do so much. Yeah. Or, you know what? It, was, it wasn't even 3-2, 3-3. Like, he was just holding them together. He had two goals. He had two talks and an assist. He played phenomenal. Nobody else showed up for the game. Um, Grubauer went down. Um, EJ went down too, which is huge. Like both these dudes, like yeah. Grubauer is obviously their starting goalie. EJ is uh, he's kind of taking a back seat a little bit, but he's still their like third, second, third, fourth defenseman, whatever he is. He's but he's still a leader. He's got the yeah, A on yeah. his chest. Um, that's gonna be a massive fucking. I'm not as concerned. Like it sucks, Grubauer's out, but I have fucking faith in Frank Hoos. Um, Frank Hoos good. He had better stats than Grubauer this year, um, but we'll see. Like he still he he let in a couple uh, in game one. Um, but yeah, Dallas's top guys look good. Fucking Ben second, Raddy. They had fucking combined eight points. Uh, ben and Raddy had three apiece, and then Sagan had fucking two. Um, they look fucking good. That's got. I mean, that's when that line gets clicking. That's got to be scary for you. When it, that that that's the difference maker for Dallas. When that line, I think, is going and those guys are going. That's. I mean, that's their whole team. That's always been kind of their mo. They have those three guys. And when they're going, they're going, and that team is buzzing. So that's I think the Avs in the series they're gonna have to just try to suppress that line and yeah do what they gotta do, and that's gonna be the way they win. Yeah, and I wanna I wanna give um, big props to that Heiskanen because he dude he's second in the playoffs in fucking points. Yeah, that and none other than. Nate Dog, who has 16, but that Heiskanen has fucking 13 points as a defenseman. And he's been, even since I went back, because so many people, I've been hearing fucking um, Scott Niedermeyer, who has four cups. And it was like the fucking, you know, like the ultimate, like he was like the first, like kind of like. Puck moving... No, I shouldn't say that. He wasn't the first puck moving defenseman because you have your fucking Paul Coffees, your fucking this, that, the other. But, like, he fucking... The Islanders just won game one. Um, I can't even see the score. I'm pretty sure it was 4-0. But, um... 
But yeah, Scott Niedermeyer was like... Who the fuck is Ross Johnston? <laughs> new and news. <laughs> Ten hits. He's a fucking grinder. But um, everybody wants to compare to fucking uh, him to Scott Niedermeyer. And then I looked back. I was like, every draft... Somebody gets compared to somebody. I remember yeah, yeah. Kale McCarr got uh, compared to Eric Carlson. Never heard of him. And um, so I went back like fucking... Uh, Who'd they compare him to in the draft? They compared him to somebody. And then I want to say... Was it fucking Pierre? I was just like, I would like to compare him to Scott Niedermeyer. <laughs> oh, shit. So I forget who exactly what it was. I'm pretty sure it was fucking uh, Pierre. But yeah, dude... He he does very much. Again, I didn't see fucking Scott Niedermeyer in his heyday, but he does it all. Fucking, this kid is a special, special fucking talent. And uh, I'm a little bit scared. I'm a little bit nervous, but at the same time, um, I think that a lot of what the Avs did wrong was self-inflicted. Yeah. And they can be better. Their depth could definitely be better. Nate Dogg was the only one that showed up. Yeah. Like, people are giving, like, oh, you're the top line. Dude, Nate Dogg had two goals and assists. Like, dude, Miko Rantanen, fucking get some stronger legs, dude. You're on your fucking keister every fucking play. It's kind of been a thing with him. It's always been a fucking thing, dude. Fucking get your legs stronger and fucking stay in your fucking skates. No, he kind of seems like a... He's like, like a, a baby, f- like a baby giraffe out there. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then he has these moments where it's like, oh my god, he's Yarmir Yager. Yeah. But then, like, it 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 gets but then upsetting. You remember, Yarmir Yager does fucking ten thousand air. Exactly, and that's what that dude needs to do. They also need their depth to step up. Um, the Stars did win. They won five to three again. Nate Dogg had two goals and assists. He did everything he could. Um... So game two is actually tonight. I think that's gonna be Yeah, game two is about to start in like ten minutes. This is this is it. Like this is This is huge. So much must win. If the Avs don't win this, like to go down two nothing is is tough in any sense. It's devastating. It's fucking devastating. Um I still have the Avs in seven and I had the Avs in seven before the game one loss. Yeah, I like the Avs in seven too. That's that's my pick. So we'll, we'll something see. about this series just screams seven too. It's one. Of yeah, those. dude. Like even I, I forget if I was talking to you. I was talking to somebody. Um, they asked me who am I afraid of. Excuse me. I said the stars. I'm pretty sure the stars beat the Avs every single game in the regular season this year. Oh. I, I'm not totally positive, but like. I've hey, seen that happen. Be the Rangers beat the Canes in every regular Right, season. and yeah. I saw the Avs beat the Wild. They went 4-0-1. Like, they lost in overtime one time against the Wild that first year. They dominated the Wild, so... But, uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. Um, that Heiskanen. That Heiskanen. They play a good hockey, and... Uh, Whatever. We'll see what happens. We got game two coming up, and um, I'm nervous. I'm nervous as shit. Yeah. I have to stay up late. I'm probably going to have to call out of work tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm already feeling good, and the game hasn't even fucking started. Yeah, it's going to be a long night for sure. Um, 
So we'll see what happens with that. I've got the abs in seven. Sivy, would you say? Yeah, abs in seven as well? Seven, yeah. Um, all right, so we, we kind of did our previews for all the series. We talked about the series that have happened. Um, so I just have, I have a couple more questions. We already kind of talked. Well, I got one question about the abs, actually. Oh, right oh good. No. Good, good. So, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Um, Let's go. Now... Obviously, no matter what, like you want your team to win a Stanley Cup, you like that's the that's the end goal. Like, right, when you're a fan. Yep. But say the Avs were to win the Stanley Cup this year, does it feel like a little bit diff- like like are you is part of you disappointed that this was the year they do it? Like I said, I said it in I believe episode one. Say Nate Dogg were to only win. As far as the Avalanche as a team and yeah. me as a fan, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. But for my son's legacy, <laughs> for my son's legacy, I don't want it to ever be said like, oh, he, he like say he were to only win cup. one cup. The say COVID he were to only cup. won one cup. Yeah, yeah. And then they could be like, uh, well, I think it it's, was the COVID Cup. If they, they win this the, year, I don't think that's the only cup they're winning. I'll say that. But I'll say that too. And I don't even think that's a valid fucking thing. This this cup might be the hardest cup to fucking win. These dudes yeah, are out wrong. of their you're element. They're yeah. fucking locked in essentially a, yeah. a jail. Like they're yeah. not allowed to leave. They're not allowed to go anywhere. They're not allowed to see their it's family. It's just different. It's just different. Like. It's it's gonna be weird to watch that team win a cup, and I haven't even thought about this yet. Like to watch whoever does win it, say who you know maybe it, maybe it will be the Avs. We both picked them, but for that team to win a cup in just an empty building, no you know no fans, just it's just gonna be weird. It's gonna yeah. be different. I think like, a lot of it's it gonna be like, and then, and then the next season it's just rushed into like. The next season's supposed to be starting, like, now. Like, what, what are we doing with that now? You know? Like, it's gonna get, like, not overshadowed, but it's just gonna be, like, a weird ending, you know? Yeah. I think a lot more of it gets um, kind of played out in the sense that, dude, like, after... After, like, fucking the Rangers-Canes game one... And then maybe one more game. Like, I was just like, dude, yeah, there's no fans. Like, I don't care. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't I'm not saying I, I care about the but fans. Again, I'm like, saying, even, like, for, like, legacy reasons. It's not yeah, like, yeah. But even once they won the cup, like, everybody's talking about, like, are they going to kiss the cup? Fuck yeah, they're going to kiss the cup. They they're all tested. They better, yeah. They they're all fucking, fucking tested. They the they're fucking all positive. Thing. They're going to fucking... They're gonna fucking do everything. They're gonna come in the cup. Like everything's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> Nothing in that is cup. off the table. With no, the cup. and they're gonna party that much harder because they, they haven't better. seen their fucking family, dude. You're more battle tested this year than ever, in my opinion. Yeah. In. But yeah, like I hate that some. But that's the thing. Like I was talking to you about earlier. Like this whole fucking. Hockey Twitter just sucks. Like, no matter what, half the fucking... Not even hockey, like... I don't even want to get into fucking political bullshit, fucking all this. Half the world blows. Oh, yeah. Fucking every... 
like everybody feels like on every single topic you have to be one side or the other and that's what sucks that's yeah. what's ruining this country that's what's ruining this fucking planet like dude like fucking whatever Anyway, like, I don't want to get too much into political bullshit because it gets me fucking upset. <laughs> but that's the same thing with this whole thing. Like, no, dude, it's, it's... if a team, whoever it is, and there's a good chance it won't be the Avs, which is who I want it to be, um, I won't say there's an asterisk whoever fucking yeah. wins it. No matter what. I don't think there's an asterisk. I just, I just, my question was just like, Say this was the only cup, like it's like ah fuck, what, what you know, like of all the years, like right, right. Do I want it to be? Would do I want it to be his only cup? No. Yeah, yeah. And for McKinnon only. Okay, I gotcha. But Avalanche, if they win this cup, you can get him. I'm getting it tattooed on my. I already decided. I'm getting it on my right shoulder blade, motherfucker. The right back shoulder blade, right here. The cups don't come easy, baby. You've had them in your lifetime. You might not have been a fan of the time. I wasn't time, a fan at the you've time. You've had them in your lifetime. Sivvy got one at his us, birth year. I've never, Sivvy was a fucking... I wasn't alive yet. I he was, wasn't alive yet. I he, was... Uh, he was an embryo. I was an embryo, so uh, I, I knew what was going on, though. Part of me knew what was going on. So but that's, that's the thing. Something. His old man's a bees fan. My he got into it because fan. of his fucking stepfather, so... Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's a whole nother, like, you know. My old man is a... If it was uh, up to his old man, he'd be a Bays fan. Uh, a stinker, like, buggy. My whole personality would be different. It'd be a piece of <laughs> shit. Fucking... You would have went to Plymouth State, like, mm. buggy. <laughs> Love you, buggy. I got fucking plenty I would, of ass I would be there. an alcoholic. I'm just kidding. I already... <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, so, uh, so yeah, we kind of got off the rails a little bit there, but uh, yeah. That's... But it's all it's all good fucking food for thought. Um, so again, we already talked about Tuca leaving. Um, all these other guys now they they battle through another round. They've been here for that much longer. Um, is the bubble life weighing on these guys? Like, are these guys like trying to uh, this far in? Are they thinking about? Following suit with fucking Tuca, or it's just like, no, I, I, I think, no, I think when you're at this point, like, you're in it. You know what I mean? You like, have you've, to be, you're, dude. You're this that's what's crazy. You have a chance now. Like you're, you're, you've progressed. Like right. you're in it. If you're thinking about leaving now, don't even come back next year to the NHL. Right. Because nobody's gonna want you. Dude, and I agree. And fucking, it made me. This whole thing has given me so much. I want to say that um, the first even three, four years of me being a hockey fan, I just that literally. Rupe Hintz is no joke, too. Huh? Yes, Rupe Hintz had a phenomenal goal in game one. Fuck him. But um, my first three, four years of the NHL, I just literally thought, like, dude, why don't you just throw out four lines of guys that are potential. 60 plus point like guys that. it's just not a thing i've learned to fucking not everybody is bought in yeah not everybody can play that style that wins games too but exactly that's the thing you need you need your top six but you need that grinding third line and you need that fourth line 
That's just absolutely like I've learned it so much in the past like year or two. I've learned the game of hockey more than yeah. ever. Like it's fucking crazy. Fucking like that's, it's just like I need this. I need that guy who's forty five on my men's league team who plays left wing, doesn't get a point all season, but just grinds it out every game, wins loose pucks in the corner, yeah. dishes it out to the forward, starts the breakout, gets back to the bench, tells guys what we need to be doing, helps us win games. Right, dude. You know what I mean? And even, like, that's why, like, I'm considering starting to fucking play men's league because you know what? Um, I would be a stinker. I'd be a fucking third or fourth line plug. But you know what? But you'd be a gamer. I I wouldn't necessarily be a gamer. You know what? I'd be a fucking locker room guy. That's all you need to be. Everybody, you know what I mean? Everybody anybody that, locker room anybody that knows me fucking, you know, they like me. I'm a fucking, I'm a guy. Like, I'm I'm a dude's dude. You need a guy's I'm guy. I'm a guy's yeah. guy. <laughs> like, I fucking, you know what I mean? Like, I fucking love the booze with the boys. I fucking, I, I, you know what I mean? Every, like, every team could use a nice guy's guy, a nice locker room I'm an guy. ultimate guy's guy. And, and I think being a guy's guy, knowing my role, like I'd fucking step in, I'd step in front of a couple of shots as long as I had a full cage on. Yeah, you, gotta, <laughs> like, yeah. you were like, a half shield men's league. Yeah, yeah. Ass. Like I'm not trying to take my teeth out for free, but... We do have one one guy who wears a half shield, but he's like fifty five. I don't think he cares anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that that dude is fucking hairy. We're about to have the Avs game come on, which I have to watch like word for word, so or play for play, I should say. <laughs> and I just started, so I just want to leave it on one note. Um, after this round, the uh, everybody's coming to Edmonton. The the conference finals and everything is gonna be played in Edmonton, so uh, so we'll see what happens with that. And um, I want to shout out Andy Tuts one more time. See how it goes. Let's see how it goes.